This is the Balance Period Podcast, where we observe life content from the past through the lens of present day perspective with intention of manifesting the future we desire. I'm your host, Raymond Ashiel. Let's learn and grow together. What is good? My name is Raymond Ashiel, and I would like to welcome you to the first installment within the Balance Period podcast entitled This Time Last Year. Now, what will this podcast entail? It'll basically be me taking a look back to where I was about a year ago around this time and doing a little bit of reflecting. All right, I'm going to reflect upon the various ways that I recorded my life from then until now, whether that be my own personal journal to my pictures or videos that I have saved, as well as my social media accounts, whether that be my Instagram or my Twitter. I'm going to use that content to show you not only where I was around that time, but also where I thought I was. And as the weeks progress, we'll start to see the growth that I have personally seen from then until now. Personally, I have seen the most growth in my mental, my physical, and my emotional health. So I'm also going to utilize this podcast to give you all a little bit of insight as to what I did um, both day to day as well as how I shifted my perspective on life in order to achieve that growth from then until now. Now, just as a heads up, this first episode is going to be a little bit longer than my normal episodes will be, primarily because I'm going to start out by giving you all a brief overview as to how it is I got to this time last year. Now, if that doesn't make sense right now, just give me a moment. You'll understand. So without further ado, let's get this overview started. So I'm going to start with me moving back to Indianapolis. Now, prior to that, I was living in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I definitely enjoyed my time there. I loved the city. The people were very, very nice. Uh, but my situation there just wasn't the best. I was in a relationship that ended and me trying to maneuver through that as well as being uh, at a job that wasn't the most stable position. Um, it kind of was just a rough I guess, five or so months that that was happening. And I decided to move back to Indianapolis to be closer to family and to have a little bit more support. So when I finally made it back, I could finally take a breath. I could finally breathe. I felt like I was so, you know, constricted in Minneapolis because I didn't have too many options, but I was able to just relax. You know, I didn't have to worry about not having a place to stay. I didn't have to worry about, you know, potentially not eating because I was with my parents. Now, that definitely wasn't the most ideal situation to move back in with my parents, but I am so grateful that they opened their home back up to me to uh, let me come in and, and get back on my feet. So at this part of my life, happiness for me was making a lot of money and being in a, a healthy relationship. Both of those things weren't quite happening for me at that moment, uh, but looking back now, I'm actually proud of myself for noticing the situation that I was in and appreciating the fact that I was able to live in a place I didn't have to pay rent. You know, I was stable again, and I was also getting a couple of checks from the uh, job that I had in Minneapolis, so I was able to take time for myself and 
actually, you know, find a job that I wanted to work at uh, instead of just settling for a job just so that I could make money. So that was nice. And when it comes to the relationship side of things, when I came back, I was talking to someone, which was a little confusing for me. Uh, not a little. It was a lot of confusing for me at the time because I had a vision of what my future looked like. And since I was with my ex, when I created that vision of my future, I couldn't help but only see her in that future. And at that point of my life, I wasn't sure that I would be able to see anyone else in that spot. But I did meet someone. And honestly, the connection, the raw connection I had with that person uh, was greater than I had ever felt, you know, with anyone that I, you know, had talked to up until that point. So I was just confused, but I enjoyed it. Like I just had fun with it. I was just like, well, I can't control anything else in this situation. So I'm just going to have fun with, you know, life as it is. So that's definitely one thing that I commend myself for because I was able to say, hey, I can't control this. I'm just going to enjoy myself. So for the first couple months, I didn't work. I was looking for work um, and I was waiting on the quote unquote right position. But I was honestly just hanging out with, you know, the girl I liked at the time and just living in my parents. I was just chilling and it was fun and I enjoyed myself. Then money started to get a little tight (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to get a job now. And that's when October rolled around. For me, the less money that I had in my bank account meant the less value I had in myself at that time. So the fact that money was starting to get a little scarce, I was like, okay, now I'm going to have to just go ahead and take one of these positions that I really wasn't trying to take, but I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger. And so I did. Um, And I ended up picking the job that was in, in corporate fitness which it was a very beautiful facility. Uh, It was quite a ways from my parents' house, but I was like, if I'm going to settle for a job, I might as well settle for this one. So I was like, let's do it. Like I felt like I could grow there. So I was like, I might as well, let's just go for it. So I did. When it came to the relationship side of things, I don't know. It's something about October. I got in my feelings like none other. And... I don't know. I feel like it was kind of an organic separation between me and the girl I was talking to at that time because she kind of started to distance herself. So as that started to happen, I just naturally leaned over toward my ex and I just went back to, like I said before, you know, the life that I had pictured for my future still had my ex in it. So as soon as the other person, you know, wasn't there. I just jump right back into what was natural for me. And um, at that time, you know, I started to reach out to her more often and I would talk to my ex. And, you know, it, it was definitely, you know, for me, it was somewhat comforting and it gave me a little hope because I was like, oh, well, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can get backward. I don't know. Um, and yeah, so to continue to build upon that time is is getting closer. I had already planned a trip back to Minneapolis. And so I was like, oh, well, this is going to be kind of perfect. Like I get to go back and I'm already going to be there. So I get to see my ex and, you know, blah, 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 whatever, you know, hopefully things could go back to something like what they were before. Uh, When it came to my job, 
Nah, you know, it was cool. I was, you know, folding towels, cleaning equipment, things that I didn't really want to be doing, but I was just appreciative of the fact that I had a job. Um, When December rolled around, I guess I did skip November. It's okay. Nothing, you know, nothing much happened in November. It was just me being alone and working. I honestly just put everything I had into work at that time. So that's what I was doing in in November. Um, When December came around, uh, after talking to my boss a little bit in November, he was like, hey, we're going to go ahead and create a position here for you to work full time. I'm just like, bet. All right. Now I get, you know, to work full time. I'm going back to potentially see my ex and who knows, maybe we can get back together. I was low key hype. I was like, okay, life is going the way that I want it to go. Um, So I went back to Minneapolis to visit and that trip wasn't, I had fun, but I was also shown that that whole getting back on my ex thing just wasn't going to happen. So I was like, okay, you know, that part of my life isn't really going the way I wanted to, but it's okay because I'm getting paid for a full time. I'm getting paid salary now. Like, I'm like, who am I? You know, life is going well in that aspect of things. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not worry about the whole relationship side of things. I'm not going to worry about, you know, that emotional side of myself. And that'll just fix itself as time progresses. Now, just as a side note, bad idea. <laughs> There was things that I needed to deal with emotionally that I just didn't take time to deal with. So they plagued me, I I will say, for a good while. But as I said, work was going well. Everything was pretty much stagnant and put on hold for my relationship side of things. So I was going into 2017 feeling pretty good. Now, I know earlier I mentioned one of the, I guess, three pillars of, you know, the growth that I've seen in my life was, you know, physical, which I hadn't really touched on. I've been talking a lot about, you know, kind of my my mental and emotional. But, you know, for me, physical was just something that was ingrained in my mind at that point. I had, you know, so many times of going to the gym and just working out. It just came natural to me. So at that time, I wasn't really worried about it because I feel like the other aspects of my life uh, need a little bit more attention. So I was just maintaining. And I was just like, well, since everything is going, I guess it's better now for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go hard, you know, in January. So this new year, new year, new me, I'm going to come through and I'm going to, you know, start to lift heavy again. I'm going to get back into my routine and just really go full force when it comes to fitness, Um, which I did. You know, I started the new year. Things were going great at work. You know, I was studying to get a couple of certifications. I I was working out a lot. Uh, I was still at my parents' place, but I was saving money at that time in order to get an apartment. So, you know, things were going well there. And then one day I started to feel like I had back spasms. I was just like, uh, okay, this doesn't feel good, but I can push through it. I had neck spasms a few months earlier. So I was like, there's nothing I haven't experienced before. But the pain honestly was one of the greatest physical pains that I had. Like I, it was hard to function. Um, but I was just like tomorrow I'll be fine. So that was on Wednesday, Thursday rolled around, did not feel fine. I actually felt worse. So hit on my boss. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to the doctor. Uh, I'm brushing my teeth. And you know, sometimes how you brush a little bit too far back and you kind of cough a little bit. I did that. And I coughed up 
like a lot of blood. So I was like, mm, probably should go see, you know, probably should go to the ER, you know, check out what's going on. And I did. And at that point, I was told that I had a blood clot in my lung. Now, at the time, I wasn't quite sure how serious that was. So I didn't freak out. But I feel like every person I've told that since <laughs> has been like, oh, my gosh. So when I finally, you know, realized how serious it was, I was like, oh, you know, if I waited and see normally for me, I am the person who kind of just bites the bullet. I kind of just throw some dirt on the wound. I'm like, you're fine. I got Haitian blood. So like I heal quick, all that good stuff. And normally I don't go get things checked out. Um, so if I didn't, who knows, you know, I might not be here today, but that's besides the point. So my life changed in an instant. So one day I was the strongest I had ever been working toward these awesome fitness goals to the next. I was in the hospital, um, connected to an IV for the first time, you know, them telling me that I can't, you know, lift anything over 10 pounds and I should probably keep my heart rate under like 120 beats per minute just so that, you know, the blood clot doesn't dislodge and float around, you know, my body. So it was definitely a time in my life that I was confused again. I, I wasn't sure how to handle the situation and... I remember that the day that all of this happened, I was in the hospital. I, f I came back home same day. So I wasn't there for an extended period of time. And I got a call from my brother, my oldest brother, who had a blood clot around the same age as me at that time. I was, what, 23? And he's talking to me and he's telling me how, how everything's going to be okay, you know, and, and how, you know, life's going to get back to normal. Just be careful. And I'm just like, okay, okay. I was not... I, and I don't know if he remembers it, but I didn't really talk very much <laughs> because honestly, I was crying the whole time and I was trying not to let him hear me cry. In my mind, as he was speaking, all I could see was how my life would never be the same again. It was all the worst possible outcomes. Like, okay, you're never going to be able to make that fitness goal that you want to get to. You know, what's even the point of being a personal trainer if you can't really, you know, train the way that you like to train? So in my mind, I was freaking out. So when that phone call ended, you know, I hung up the phone. I appreciated, you know, the call. I appreciated the motivation that he was, you know, giving me. But I was at a place to where I couldn't even really absorb it or hear it at the time because, you know, it's my mind was in so many different places. So I cried. I cried for probably like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. Um, and then God finally, you know, was like, yo, you good. Everything's going to be OK. Don't worry about it. And I calmed down a little bit. So at that point, I started to make a plan. And my plan was to continue to, you know, go on, get my certifications, which was that very next week and, you know, actually take a month off. You know, I, I talked to my, my pulmonologist uh, and he was just like, honestly, you'll be OK if you exercise, but you just physically won't be able to do the things that you used to do. So I was like, well, instead of disappointing myself and not being able to lift the way I want to, I'm just going to go ahead and take a whole month off. I'm going to take a month off of exercise and give myself time to heal. And so that's what I did. Definitely the roughest month uh, of my life up until that point, primarily because exercise was my escape. That was when my life was not going the way I wanted it to, exercise was where I could go and feel like my true self. So to not have that, I had to, 
you know, rethink things. I had to reposition myself. And in that time, I'm so grateful, you know, to have, you know, a background and a foundation of, of faith uh, in Christianity, because that is what helped me. You know, my, my relationship with God blossomed at that time. I, I, I realized, hey, I can't do a lot of the things that I thought I could do. So I need to give those things that I can't do over to God. Now, at that time, that was only some of the things. What I've come to realize now is that it needs to be everything um, because there's nothing on this earth that, you know, I can physically do uh, that is aside from the plan that God has for my life. So during that month, you know, I took that time off. I, I was, you know, rooted and grounded in my foundation of faith and I came out of it stronger mentally. So mentally, I'm strong, um, you know, emotionally, still kind of have that on the back burner because I don't really want to deal with that. Um, and then physically, definitely the weakest I had been in years. So that was something that I had to work back toward. All right. So now we are right around mid-February going into around the end of February. Um, and I am now able to start exercising again. Now I'm not able to lift the way that I want to, but I was like, I'm just going to modify my workouts and do all body weight stuff. I'm like, you know, I want to get to a place where I'm doing a flagpole, hanging off the side of things, um, just looking cool, getting my physique all right. I'm like, this is going to be dope. So I'm doing a lot of push-ups, you know, things that you don't need any any weight for. And things are going pretty well. Just as a side note, if you ever at a place to where you don't exercise for a long time and you go back and you're like, hey, I'm going to do body weight exercises, don't do uh, a calf raise pyramid. I'm going to tell you why I could not walk for like a good four days because my calves hated me because I did way too many calf raises thinking, Hey, I'm just doing body weight stuff. So it won't be that bad. So be careful, be careful on your programming. When you come back to exercise after not exercising for a while. Um, okay. So back to what was going on with me. So I was at a place to where I'm exercising again. Um, work is going well. You know, I, I was given a little bit more responsibility at work since I was working full time. Um, honestly, wasn't necessarily doing the best work because I just wasn't familiar with the things I was, you know, asked to do at the time. But I was learning and I was growing, which was good. And when it comes to, you know, the emotional side of things, still kind of had that on the back burner. I wasn't really worried about that at the time. But the biggest thing was I was working on getting my apartment. So now we're getting close. We're getting very close to this time last year. And I got my apartment. So I finally got my apartment. I'm living on my own now. I definitely, like I said before, I appreciated my parents letting me live with them. But it was really time for me to go. Like I, I was itching to get out of that place. And, you know, things were really looking up. So at that point, I was ready to, I guess, entertain the thought of talking to people again. I feel like at that time, actually, mm, let's back it up a little bit. At that time, I had actually started to talk to the girl that I was talking to before I tried to get back with my ex. You know, she had reached back out and she actually honestly was a pivotal part in, in my recovery. Now that I think about it, you know, she was she was really helpful in that situation to keep me positive and keep me moving forward. So I appreciate that. Um, 
But right around the time I got my apartment, she just kind of stopped talking to me, which is fine. You know, I understand, you know, our lives were a little bit different at that time. So, you know, she moved on and I was like, well, now I have my apartment and I am single and I'm working a good job. Summer's on the way. So now it's time to start getting back lifting the way that I can because, you know, that month was up from all the body weight stuff and it was time to get back to lifting heavy. So now we have made it back to this time last year. So we are finally here and uh, yeah, let's get into it. So we're right around mid-March, hence why it's this time last year. (laughs) and where I am. So at that point, uh, I can't really pull much from my journal entries because I was journaling, but not enough or consistent enough for me to pull anything from. Uh, But I I was I have some pictures. So you know, there's pictures that I have of me finally, you know, getting back into the gym. So I have, you know, I wasn't shirtless quite yet. But I could see growth in my muscles. It was great to see that because I hadn't seen that in a while. So, you know, I'm back to feeling myself a little bit. You know, it feels good to be getting back to what is what it is I love to do, which was awesome. Um, I I did make a couple, you know, fitness Instagram posts around this time. I I was getting back into Instagram and and doing the things I love to do there, um, which We'll definitely continue to talk about how Instagram has influenced my life up until now. And on Twitter, I think I was more active on Twitter at this point because, um, honestly, I understood that too many people didn't really follow me and look at my stuff so I could say just about anything I wanted to. And uh, that is where I kind of vented a little bit. So I felt like I was at a great place. Like I said, you know, for me, success was having, you know, money. Uh, the relationships was also a bonus, but since I wasn't worried about that at the time, I was just at my job, I was doing well. So I felt like I was going on the right path around that time though. Um, since I hadn't dealt with some of those emotional things that I should have dealt with in the past, uh, when Drake came out with more life, man, I was right back in my feelings. So I had that on repeat and every song reminded me of my ex and, you know, I think we've all been there at, at, to a certain degree, but I was definitely in my feelings. So I was tweeting Drake lyrics and doing things that, you know, I was just passively, you know, passive aggressively talking about my ex and what I used to have. Um, not understanding that doing that was only holding me back from moving forward. Now I know that, but at the time, I was just like, oh, these are just words. These are just lyrics. It's all good. Um, but I, like I said, you know, there has been growth. And I've come to realize that you are what you eat. And uh, for me, you know, listening to Drake all the time, all I had to kind of revert back to was the love that I had for my ex. So anytime I would listen to music like that on a regular basis, that would be the only person in my mind. So I definitely had to adjust what I listened to, and that didn't happen for a while. So I'm glad I know that now. Um, and I also was listening to a little, uh, I think, what's his name? John Billion, I think that's how you say it, but All Time Low. I heard that on the radio and was like, Psh, this dude is dope. Um, so I think you all will see a trend when it comes to my emotional uh, health. 
And when it comes to how I feel, a lot of it is put out by the music that I listen to. And I came to realize over time that the music I listened to actually influenced how I felt. Um, so music is definitely powerful. You know, it, it's, it's something that you can use. Um, just like everything in life, there's a choice and there's a positive and negative side to things. You can use music to continue to uplift yourself and, and have positive motivation and it can also, you know, bring in negativity to your life. So just be careful in, in what you choose to open yourself up to um, through music. And it was also tournament time. You know, shout out to the Kansas Jayhawks. That's my team. We're going to win it all this year. And uh, around that time last year, Villanova messed up my bracket. So any Villanova fan out there? Yeah. No. Forget y'all. That was, I didn't like that. So we have made it to the end of the first this time last year segment of my Balance period podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to give this a listen. And I hope that you were able to pull something positive from me sharing my experiences with you. Now, since I'm only doing this podcast once a week, I want to go ahead and provide you with my social media uh, information so that you can, if you want to, give me a follow uh, to see kind of what I do on a day-to-day basis. So for Instagram, which is what I use more often, uh, my handle is at R Ashiel. Now that's how you pronounce my name, Ashiel Fit. Okay, so that's R A C H I L L E Fit. All right, and then for my Twitter, now I tweet every so often, but when I do, it's good. So keep an eye out on it. And that handle is at my word is underscore law. I'm going to say that one more time. That handle is at my word is underscore law. Also, since music is a very important part of my life, I'm going to add a song to the end of each podcast of just something that I'm listening to at the time, something that I'm really feeling. And I know right now I've been listening to a lot of Rex Life Raj, all right, from his album that he put out last year father figure two honestly each and every one of the songs in that album are dope so if you haven't listened to it feel free to check it out um and i'm just gonna put the the first song from his album on the end of this podcast so once again thank you all for listening hope you all have a safe holiday weekend it is saint patrick's day so don't go out there drinking too much green beer and i look forward to having you all come back and listening in next week on the second edition of This Time Last Year.